Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. We are all entitled to sexual health, just as much as physical and mental health. We want to make it easier for folks to find resources. However they engage with us, there's no wrong door. So it's important that people are able to get access to care that is affirming. Talking about what their sex life is, about their concerns, and to make sure they're healthy. Do it for them. Do it for you, Montgomery County. Your sexual health matters. Visit doitforyoumc.org. Hey everyone, Scott Hansen here from NFL Red Zone. I hope you're checking out one hour of Five Yard Rush, one of the best podcasts on NFL football in the UK. Well, well, Rush Nation, we're back again. It is the third day in a row we're podcasting, talking about free agency. We are on the eve of the league starting up and the new year is just about 45 minutes away as we're recording this now. We wanted to get everyone up to date. And then if there's any breaking news tonight, we'll fuse it onto the end of this podcast and, and put out a two for one. Um, I've got back with me third day in a row. Lee, welcome back. How's it doing? Are you uh, recovered yet from uh, what's been a mad free agency or tampering period, I suppose? Yeah, that's the crazy thing about it. It's it's not even really happened yet. We've still got these deals are going to go through. There's still going to be more madness today. But yeah, I'm good. Glad to be back. Yeah, absolutely. So um, it all kind of went off uh, last night, as it always does. I think we're like the catalyst. The, the, <laughs> the NFL world is listening to us miraculously. They're waiting for us to get off air, and then they're going to uh, start dropping uh, dimes. But I guess we can only start with uh, with one place, and that's the, the giant domino that uh, we were expecting to fall and has fallen dominated a big part of our show but he's going to dominate it again tonight we finally have a destination for Tom Brady although the deal is not done and I'm going to be really stressful on this because until <laughs> until he is uh, until he's got a shirt in front of him I'm going to try and keep calm but uh, yeah this, we have a destination for Tom Brady this is the sound of a fan who is on the edge because you're excited but just don't want to jinx it quite yet Absolutely. So if you've been living under a rock, uh, which 
if you've been listening to this podcast, you clearly haven't. Um, Tom Brady has uh, agreed a deal in principle to become the new quarterback of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, as a fan of 20 years, I've never experienced anything like this. Not just in the sense of, I mean, very few players get to the kind of uh, regal that uh, Brady is. I mean, for me, he's up there with, with Jordan, with LeBron, with um, some of the all-time greats uh, in, in any sport. And just for him to move to a new team is, is a big thing, but for him to move to a, a franchise who have perennially failed in the last 12 years, it's just, it's just like, I can't, I, I still can't get my head around the fact that like, I just think now that the league is going to not start now. Like, it's just no way that, that, <laughs> that, that Tom Brady is going to play for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It's the only even way if they can agree. be messed up. <laughs> yeah, and it's just an amazing... I, I don't really know how to describe Like I've spent all day rattling my brain over this. This came through about 11 o'clock last night. It was, okay, he's going to be signing with the Buccaneers. A deal has been agreed. It's the circa 30 million a year, although... We've not heard from Tom Brady and nothing will be official until Tom Brady sort of posts it. It's just a case of like racking your brains right now. I know he's 42 and I know he's not the Brady of 2008 or 2004 or even 2013, 14, but he's still one of the all time greats. He's still, you know, he won a Super Bowl in his 40s. It's not like we're talking about a player who. Uh, you know, won a Super Bowl last when he was 29 and is completely washed up. He won a Super Bowl two years ago. I'm not expecting him to shoot the lights out or anything, but he's going to be exactly what that Buccaneers team... Like, if you if you can't win with Tom Brady, you can't win with that team. Yeah, couldn't, couldn't agree more with that. I, it's, it's just an amazing time. Like, we, we've had some exciting free agency periods, but nothing... Uh, like, this is iconic. We all remember where we were when we heard that Tom Brady was going to be a Tampa Bay Buccaneer, regardless of how it turns out. I was just about to say that exact same thing. For people who don't know, I'm a Miami Heat fan, so I remember where I was when LeBron James made the decision to come, and he hadn't won a championship at that time. No. I, I can't imagine the cartwheels you must be doing inside right now. You know, for all the, for all the uh, hate that Tom Brady gets and stuff, it, if he was coming to your team, be like kid at Christmas, you know? Yeah, I'd he, be waiting. I'd be hitting refresh, waiting for that press conference to come on. I just want to see him sitting with the Bucks background, right? The the only time in my life I can liken anything, and I don't even think that that this is it. But I'm an Arsenal season ticket holder. For those of you that uh, don't know, or if only sort of newly subscribed to the podcast, and we appreciate you joining us on on this journey. Um, when Arsenal signed Meza Ozil in 2014, that was the last time I got this sort of feeling all day because. Arsenal didn't sign anyone. They they didn't have money. They never spent money. It was you. You got a few good players here and there, but they were all young, and you hoped they became good. You know, Mesut Ozil was world class when he came to. And you can talk about what's happened since and has he lived up to his price tag. And I'm not I'm not going to get into that. But he was genuinely that was the one transfer when that happened. The whole world of football stopped and was like, Arsenal have just spent how much on a player? Like that that doesn't happen. And it's the same thing with the Buccaneers. The Buccaneers don't sign proven great players they don't they don't go out there and sign hall of famers it just doesn't happen with this franchise the only hall of famers ever associated with this franchise are the ones that they drafted and gave away and then went to other franchises and became good or ones from that historic 2002 team um that came up and built that culture so the john lynch is so in fact he's not even in the hall of fame it's Derek brooks right. and, and, and warwick Sapp. 
that's it. That's the only kind of Hall of Fame caliber talent that you ever see at Tampa. And all of a sudden now we've got someone who is is bigger than the sport to see him fill seats. I mean, uh, we have a UK Bucks chat group that went off. I mean, it, it's been off for days, like, like especially <laughs> the last 24 hours. There must have been about 2,000 messages that have conversed. Um, everybody's extremely delighted. And they know they're not getting Tom Brady at his best. But even Tom Brady now with his leadership is, is exactly what that franchise needs. And it's just it's not done yet and <laughs> until until i see it it's not gonna uh, you know anything can happen and i know that's a, a bit of a nervous fan talk and it will come through but i think if you had your team that would be what you'd be thinking about dude just one second have you seen that alert just come through no. i don't know if we, i don't know if you want to put it out on twitter that uh the nfl has just announced that game pass will be free of charge until the 31st of may but that means people can watch the free agency when it starts at nine o'clock i don't know if you want to drop that let's do it now so yeah sorry, i'm just sorry to get off topic no no good, good i assume it applies to the uk as well yeah uh i think it does yeah and that means you can watch nfl network which is going to have all these deals like is it eight o'clock our time uh yeah in, in literally in the next sort of 40 minutes or so so yeah uh absolutely it's coming soon um <laughs> i've just seen bucky brooks mock draft come up it's, it's got you taking jordan love <laughs> <laughs> the, yeah all right um, this, this shit ages so quickly i love it yeah that, that's completely gone now we know, we know that we know the buccaneers won't be going quarterback in, in round one so it's a big it's a big deal this and you know we'll, we'll move on because there has been other deals but uh, I, I just i can't get my head around it and i'm incredibly excited um, a lot of uh, people have asked me, you know, how I'm feeling today. And it's one of great excitement and great pride that we've managed to get uh, the greatest player of, of all time in in the NFL to, to come and play in Tampa for a year, two years. It doesn't matter to me. It's just to, just to see him wear pewter and to see him um, do his thing um, for my team is just it's an incredible feeling. Oh, and I think it's important for people to to realise because there'll be a lot of other fans out there right now who of other teams who don't get it, who, who aren't, who don't feel what you're feeling right now. This is what it means to be a fan of a team, and and like you can take like you say, you know, it's not the Brady of old. You, you know, you know, you're not getting prime Brady, but take all the head stuff out of it and you just go with your heart. And this is just exciting. This is why you follow sports. This is why you know, this is why we love the NFL. You know, and as a fan. You, you're going to live on this for, for weeks. You're going to, you know, ride this wave all the way into the season. And, like, I, I'm guessing that you want the season to start next week. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> you just yeah, want to see I, that. I, absolutely. Like, I could I could almost, like, forego the draft now and just go, like, yeah, I just, I'm incredibly excited. And, and to be honest, it, it's magnified more with the current situation of, you know, everybody, all we read is, is doom and gloom, schools are shutting, people are dying everywhere. And, and I'm not going to make light of that situation you know I, i've taken it very seriously i'm at home um i haven't left the house in a couple of days um purely with work and doing this and all other things but even even so it just takes your mind off it it's made people the last three days and not even just the the the, the buccaneers but all nfl fans it's that oh who's who's going to sign for my team who are we going to who are we going to get and it, that excitement is just i don't know it's lifted the gloom of twitter it's lifted um, people I know who are big fans of of the NFL, 
it's lifted their spirits a little bit, but especially Buccaneers fans, like all the, all the UK fans I've, I've been talking to, are incredibly excited for um, for this to happen. I don't think you know I've been in some fan groups and some are already trashing it, saying it's a terrible move. I don't I don't care. Like you can't ruin this for me. I don't care if you tell me he's washed up. I honestly couldn't care less. Um, he he is a player who knows how to win, and ultimately that that's what you're buying. You're not buying the talent. You're buying the know-how of how to win. Yeah. And we have 30 million a year. That's good business. I'll take it. Yeah. Especially when you've got the money like we have. I was going to say, who cares about the money? It's not coming yeah. out of your pocket, so it's fine. Do you know what I mean? Don't make that in jersey sales. Who cares? Like, yeah, exactly that. I say, I, as, as a fan of a team that has played against Brady in all the time I've been a fan, and I've heard every year fans say, oh, he's washed up, he's done. This, this is the end. I wouldn't say that until I see it. So I see it on the field and I see that he can't do it. doesn't bother me. And I've, I'd be completely with you, just absolutely stoked. I'd be ordering my jersey as soon as that, that comes out. You know, it's, it's all, all that stuff. So well, it's taking uh, yeah. a head out of it and just going with the heart. This, this is great. Absolutely. And, and also we've got new jerseys coming this year. So no more uh, alarm clock uh, numbers um, on the jersey. So all in all, it's really exciting time it feels like everything is new no more 30 for 30 with Winston uh no more doom and gloom we now have a an excellent head coach uh with an excellent coaching staff with a defense that is improving with now a hall of fame uh quarterback with six rings we've got the best wide receiver during the game there's just a lot of opt- I can just sense it now it's going to build and build and build and build in typical Buccaneer fashion right we'll start the season 0 and 3 and then we'll- I was just I was just about to say that exact thing. People need to just absolutely chill with it. It's not stellar coming out the gate. It takes time. Mm. Not to get too far off track, I remember going back to those first few days of the big three with the heat. It wasn't pretty to start. It took a while to come to get to come together. And I say people just need to chill out. It's gonna it's gonna be fine. Especially this season, because there's less, there's gonna be less OTAs, there's gonna be less practices, there's less off season uh, preseason games this year due to the, the um, yeah the new CBA coming in so there's all these things that are being taken into consideration and that's um, that's what you got to remember is we you know if it doesn't work week one everyone's going to write the obituary for for Brady but it's <laughs> it's what happens and, and to be honest we will get to this the NFC South all of a sudden uh, you know it was being very weak last year you had three losing teams and you had the the Saints the Saints have re-upped Breeze. Um, they brought Malcolm Jenkins in today. The, the Falcons, just before we jumped on, have signed um, Dante Fowler as their pass rush to replace Vic Beasley, which for me is an upgrade. Um, the Panthers have got a new coaching staff. Um, you know, they've got a new quarterback in Teddy Bridgewater, who's, who's no slouch, right? You can talk about the injuries and uh, the dink-dunk ball, whatever you like, but he's not hes not poor. He won all five games with the, the Saints last year that he played. You've got four very competitive teams now, and it's going to be very, very interesting to see how that division shakes up because there's only going to be more and more and more talent. You've got some of the best. You've got arguably four, four of the ten best wide receivers in that division. You've got arguably um, two or three of the greatest quarterbacks around right now in that division. You've got uh, incredible. You know, you've got the sack leader in there. You've got you've got so many weapons you've got great rushing attacks and you've got the best running back in the game right now you're probably two of the best five in the game and then we're okay. gonna have some exciting rookies going in that nfc south is is going to be the one to watch this year 
And Bill O'Brien is still trading them all for a bag of skills. So. <laughs> well, my, my favourite tweet of this is that Chris Godwin is going to get paid more for the 12 shirt in Tampa <laughs> yeah. than Bill O'Brien's going to get for DeAndre Hopkins. And uh, I completely understand that. So, we'll, we'll, I, I th- yeah. Just one last point. I just think it'd be really interesting to see how the Buccaneers handle it. Like you say, with shortened preseason, shortened off-season programme. Whether Tom Brady, how much he appears in the preseason, bearing in mind he doesn't usually. And that's great because he's usually, you know, he knows the system that has been in New England forever. All that stuff's great. It'd be very interesting to see how they handle that in, in Tampa. I think it'd just be kind of an interesting dynamic going into the season. Yeah, I, I, I think it's, I think if you didn't have Arians there when it was someone like Dirk Cutter, it could get away. I mean, that optimism of being on hard yeah. knocks, the nine win season, which let's, let's be real, we, we kind of fluked it, we won the last five. Um, and it kind of improved our, our record some. You know, I think it's different with, with Arians. He brings that stillness, that that calm. He sets that expectation level and he calls he calls it out. And I think that's what the, the expectation level is going to rise, but he's going to put the pressure on as well. He sees this now as an 11-12 win team. Um, he hasn't said that, but I, I know that's what he's thinking. And it's going to be a lot of pressure that he will put on internally. But this this team isn't that far away. I mean, it was 7-9 last year, but... It wasn't that far away. And you, you get the quarterback who doesn't turn over the ball as much. It is an exciting time. But again, I stress, I haven't seen him in, in anything that confirms he's, he's in Pewter <laughs> with alarm clock dials on his, on his chest. So until that happens, um, we'll just leave that in the simmering pot and maybe tonight that might happen. Um, so let's get to some other bits and pieces. It's been a slightly slower uh, day today. Um, not a surprise. Um, I just did a count before we jumped on and um, we have 51 of the top 101 free agents already with deals and the league season uh, hasn't started. So I guess we quickly recap uh, the rest of last night's blockbusters. Um, so when we got off last night, um, we talked about the Joe Sherbert deal um, which I thought was a great bit of business. Um, we 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 intimated that Rivers was going to sign with the Colts, and that's pretty much about five minutes after we jumped off. That's that's pretty much exactly what was agreed—a one-year, twenty-five million dollar deal. I mean, we we kind of knew it, but now we know it's it's going to happen. What what do you think? I thought the the Philip Rivers deal was quite interesting because I just I know he's at the back end of the career. I know they're in win now mode and all that stuff. I just expected it to be I don't know even a two-year deal with a team option on the second year just one year just seems a bit of a bizarre one for me super temporary because they could be in this same boat next year where all of a sudden there's not so much talent on the market and they need to replace Philip Rivers I don't know yeah. I, I, so it, it just seemed like a strange number I mean it's a great deal I think the, the, the fit is superb no, it's gonna be great I'm just thinking a year down the line that one year as they just seemed like a bit of a strange deal I thought you'd get more like a Drew Brees deal same money just two years with an option Mm, I mean, mean, yeah, that part I found was a little strange, but they must have a plan. I'd be interested to see what that plan is. Um, And I'm sure it'll come into fruition. Maybe they like someone in the draft, like Jalen Hurts. They don't need to get in the first round. And maybe that's what they go after. Maybe they they look at next year's class and think, well, we'll pick one up next year. I mean, we, we don't know. Um, we just have to kind of wait and see. But that that was kind of the one of the big pieces of, of last night, which we kind of knew was going to happen, happened. Um, we talked about Brian uh, Belago on the offensive line uh, and someone that should be targeted by the Rams. Well, an LA team did, <laughs> did 
do did do some business, but it was the Chargers who signed him for a three-year, $30 million deal um, to improve their offensive line, which was ranked 27th last year, or 29th last year, sorry, according to PFF's uh, offensive line rankings. So um, they get an immediate boost. I think he's a good player. Um, definite upgrade for, for them. Um, and someone that the Rams should have probably targeted, but but couldn't. So, I mean, yeah. a lot of people put the, the tried to connect the dots when that deal went through and saying that they were in the the Brady stakes, and mm-hmm. it very quickly came out that actually that wasn't the case, and they knew they'd been out of that for a little while. So it's interesting that they went with a a little bit of an older guy. I think I'm right in saying now, aren't I? What was that? Sorry. How how old is Brian Belaga? Uh, I think he's what thirty. Oh, not as old as I thought. Maybe early thirties. Yeah, I'd uh, yeah, I'd say a lot of people try to put those dots together and say that the yeah, he's thirty. But yeah, he's thirty one next week. Okay, so a lot of people tried to put those dots together and say it quickly became apparent that um, um that they they were out of the Brady stakes, and subsequently they the news has been today that the Chargers are also not interested in a Cam Newton, and that they are happy to go into this year's draft for a quarterback and roll with Tyra Taylor as well. Yeah, and I think when you've got the six pick, um, you can you can get someone. I, I expect they're probably going to be in the, the the Justin Herbert stakes. I think um, unless they've got something up their sleeve um, to do some business. So I don't necessarily think that's uh, one to stress too much about. I don't think Tyler Taylor is going to. He he might play that role he did two years ago in Cleveland for Baker Mayfield, where he's the bridge for three games, five games, seven games, however long. Uh, the the new QB is going to get the job uh, at some point, but they might start with Taylor. And I think that's the angle there. They're going to go down now. So um, could could even be a suitor for Tua Tonga Vailoa if if they want to sit him a year and roll with Tyrod, you know, he did take the bills to the playoffs playing decent football. You know, it's not spectacular and the playoff game was bloody awful, but you know, he can do a job and if they're happy to roll that way, maybe it's a good fit where you could redshirt Tua. Yeah, I don't think they get up to to two or three that they need to. But if uh, if 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 two falls into their lap, then of course I do think that's something they would do and and could happen. But I do they have enough fuel to get up there? I'm I'm not so sure. A couple of other highlight deals. Um, DJ Reader uh, is going to the Bengals. I said the Bengals have been very quiet, and then they went and dropped uh, quite a bit of money <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> um, typical me. I like to stir the pot. Uh, DJ Reader got four-year, $53 million deal to sign for the Bengals, so massive upgrade to their uh, defensive line. And then they went ahead and signed cornerback Trey Waynes for a three-year, $42 million deal. So they are really bolstering up their, their defense that I don't think did a bad job yesterday, uh, last year, given given how little they were on the ball. So I think these are very useful additions to, uh, to a side in, you probably need. Uh, at these places, but I don't think they were as bad on on that side of the ball. I think they're going to address the offense in the draft. I'd expect their first three four rounds to be quite uh, quite heavy on the offense. Yeah, definitely. I mean, they, they've got the ammunition that it's a deep draft. Like they're in prime position to to overhaul that offense in one year. And the best way to help that offense out if it's young is to get better on defense with with some experienced talent. So you've got the money to spend, invest it hopefully wisely and like you say improve on a unit that wasn't bad I, I saw them play last year um against the Dolphins 
it was the ineptitude on offense that caused the problems. You know, like you say, it means the defense is on the field way too much, and that's what puts the pressure on them. Eventually, they're gonna they're gonna buckle and give up some points. Um, so yeah, I think it's a, it's a smart move to to say right, we're gonna go veteran on one side and try try and build with youth on the other. Yeah, no, absolutely, I I, I agree with that. The other sort of notable deal was Jordan Pryor safety going to wayside well, extension with the Buffalo Bills, so they'd be very very busy making themselves the number one contenders to dethrone the Patriots and uh, they uh, they start to spend some money on their own ranks and, and players they've got. So it was a nice little uh, extension. Um, and then the other sort of notable pieces, Trey Boston is going back to Carolina, three-year, $18 million deal, which I think is very, very good, very shrewd business. Um, the Bills also bought in Vernon Butler, who um, – is a play getting along a bit, but I still think he adds some value to them um, and shoring up that defensive line. They've really invested in the trenches, both offensively and defensively in this uh, free agency period. And uh, Buffalo adds another piece. I mean, you, you're a Miami fan in that division. What do you make of Buffalo's business? They also added, by the way, Quinton Jefferson uh, as well. So another, another defensive line piece. So they're really sort of stacking up on talent. Yeah, I mean... It's funny, every year the Bills seem to have plenty of money. They manage to cap really well because they seem to be able to to spend without being in too much trouble. You know, each year free agency rolls around. I've got to be honest, I think they've got to be the front runners to overtake the Patriots. Not saying that that's going to happen, but if if, if you had to pick one, they've got to be the one because... I personally think the Jets are a little bit of a mess. That's more an Adam Gase thing for me. Mm-hmm. Um, the Dolphins are obviously in clear, clearly in the earlier stages of a rebuild. I'm not too high on Josh Allen. There's a lot of overthrows. I just think there, I've, I've seen him play in a number of games where he had chances to win it with a good throw and, and he needs to learn to take it off. I don't know if it's just a bit of adrenaline and it's something that he's going to be able to sort of grow into or he's always going to be slightly inaccurate that way. And if he is, I think it's always going to hold the team back enough that it will give other teams a chance to, to be competitive in a division. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of Josh Allen. I think you can't buy some of the leadership and uh, spirit and things he's got. Yes, he has uh, uh, to harness his talent. Um, and that's something he will need to continue to do. But I think he took big strides forward last year. I think in that playoff game against the Texans, it was just a shame it kind of ended the way it did because for three quarters of that game, uh, he did a, a great job. And um, I think he almost needed that win to to get them over and to sort of put, you can tell sometimes he maybe struggles a little bit with belief and he tries too hard. And I think when they, when they nail that, I think they'll be in a, a better place. But he should take comfort the fact he's taking the Bills to the playoffs, and they were well, they were worthy of being in the playoffs last year. Oh, for sure. And, and to be honest, they deserve to win that game. I actually thought they, you know, they were the better team in that game. I just think, again, you know, not not to cause argument. I just think that the the flip side of it is when the pressure really came down, he, he reverted back to his old traits, and I, I just. I'd, I'd like to see him get out of it. Don't get me wrong. I think the better, the more good quarterbacks in the league they are, the better, the better quality of football is. I just, it, it's, it's been a few years and I just, you see that same thing when the pressure comes and I don't mean pressure from the defense. I just mean like the big moment. It reverts back to those same problems kind of rear their head a little bit. So they're certainly interesting. I mean, they're definitely in prime position to be the team that if the Patriots are to fall this year, they're in prime position because they're the, they're the best built team in the AFC East at the moment outside of New England. 
yeah, and we'll get we'll get onto the Patriots in, in just a second. I just want to wrap up yesterday, yesterday's deals. A few of them were quite uh, extensions. Um, Kiko Alonso staying with the the Saints. Um, some tenders about Kendrick Bourne and uh, Mike Hilton. Uh, the other sort of big deal yesterday was Carl Nassib, defensive end from the Buccaneers and formerly of Hard Knocks fame with the Browns with his uh, mathematical financial uh, <laughs> insights. He's uh, he's agreed a, a very big deal for the Raiders, a three-year, $25 million deal. And I'm pleased for him. I think he's a, a really, really, um, he's a great dressing room, great locker room guy, um, great personality, um, very outgoing, very honest, um, very hardworking player. Um, I won't say he's the naturally the, the most gifted player I've ever seen, but he. I don't think you'll, you'll meet many players who work harder and think that if you're a Raiders fan, you should be really happy to be getting him because he's the kind of guy, if you've got dressing room issues, he they uh, he's the sort of guys that you, that you want to be filling your dressing room with to, to overcome that. Yeah, definitely. Um, you don't need him to be the best player. You don't always need need a guy to be the best player. You you need him to be a solid locker room guy. There's too many there's too many players that aren't, and he'll be worth every every cent of that twenty five million dollar deal in just his his work ethic and like you say locker room presence, his leadership. Yeah, I was going to say that <laughs> we've just talked about having a great locker room guy, um, and now they've just added someone who I wouldn't say was a great locker room guy. The yes, Raiders super. have, in fact, just signed Eli Apple. Wow. Okay. So everything we thought about great locker room guys, fill your locker room with them. They've gone and added Eli Apple, who is on his third team in two years and uh, by all accounts uh, isn't necessarily the best team. We can only go on reports and what's said. I don't know the guy personally. but Well, well maybe the plan is to bring in um, Karnasi, then bring in Eli Apple and have Karnasi just work with him. Just, just a personal trainer. Just, just work out. Try and whip me into shape. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if that's going to happen. Right. Let's get into some of the business from today quickly. Um, Gerald McCoy. Uh, he got a three-year deal with the, the Cowboys, which I was really shocked that he got that kind of deal. He has taken a bit of a pay cut. I think it's around about six million ish a year, um, which is a lot less than the thirteen he wanted at Tampa last year. Which is why they he was let go from there. Um, I think if he agreed to pay on a six-year deal, a six six million dollar deal, I think he probably would still be a, a buccaneer. But it could be a humbling experience moving on to a new team for for a lot of players. I think uh, absolutely. Uh, so he's he's moved on and he will be a cowboy. Um, and then we've seen a mass exodus from uh, the Patriots. Uh, Danny Shelton uh, went today. He's gone to the Lions to join Matt Patricia. We have had uh, Ted Karras leave. He is now a Miami Dolphin. Um, and Juan Harmon uh, went to the Lions as well, joining uh, teammate Danny Shelton. Um, and they basically exchanged late picks. So just to get him off the books effectively. So they've lost a lot of players as free agency because you've, you've taken Carl Van Noy from them. You've got Brady. You've got the three we've just mentioned. There's probably a few uh, more off the top of my head that um, I can't... They've lost so many players, it seems like it's just... I'm just trying to trace back. It just seems to be a lot of players who have, who have left the Patriots uh, more than any year I, I, can, I can remember. Yeah, I mean, I said earlier, I don't want to say it's the end because I've heard you, you've heard it said too many times and it's just not the case. But this feels different, not only because of Tom Brady, but because then there, there has been so many other players. And although the cap is manipulatable, if that's even a word, who knows? Mm-hmm. You know, the, the Patriots don't have a lot of cap space either. They, they, they don't have a lot 
to kind of fix the holes that have appeared. But of course, they still have Bill Belichick. So, you know, it's still going to be uh, an organized, well run team. And they're going to need to be because the vultures are circling. You can see that just by the fact that the Lions have been in there dipping in a few times trying to get Patriots players. The Dolphins have taken some. I, I believe we said, I might have said it on the pod or, or off air to you last night, that one of the Patriots' philosophies was to make other teams in the division weaker by signing their players. I think that's part of what the Dolphins have done. They're, they're good fits, obviously, with, with Brian Flores, but part of that is we can also make you weaker at the same time. It's, it's a tough off-season for Patriots fans so far. It, it really is. It's, it's proving to be more and more difficult and no doubt later on they'll they'll lose some more and 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 by the way i wouldn't be shocked to see a few of these um a few of these guys on the fringe of the of the patriot squad end up in tampa um yeah i'm going to call now philip dorset i think philip dorset will end up in tampa to give brady someone familiar to throw to who he knows I don't think Perryman comes back. I think he's going to want too much money, so there is room for a third. I think the Buccaneers will still draft another wide receiver, but I can see Dorsett coming in on a team-friendly couple of million, three, four million dollar deal here just to accompany Brady and, and come play. And, and for him, it's a win because it's uh, no state income tax. So that's a deal I can kind of see. Um, but then you might see a couple of these Patriots fringe players might end up in, in Tampa just to help acclimatize Tom Brady even more. I did want to touch on just one thing with you quickly as you bring up wide receivers and, and going to Tampa Bay. There has been an awful lot said, even before it was announced that he was coming to Tampa Bay, that Brady wanted to take Antonio Brown wherever he went. Yeah, I mean... And with the with the Bruce, Bruce Arians connection as well, I just wanted to know what your feelings were on it. I'm not saying it's good or bad or should happen. I just say there's a lot of it out there and it's probably just worth touching on. Well, Bruce, Bruce doesn't like Antonio Brown. Doesn't surprise me. Um, didn't like coaching him. Um, didn't like him in the same team. In fact, he publicly um, brandished him last year in quite a, or admonished him in a very brutal way in public. I can't remember the exact words used, so I won't hazard a guess, but feel free to Google it. But uh, he's not a fan. And I think ultimately this team is run by Bruce Arians um, with the help of Jason Light. I can't see it. And also I don't get this close relationship. They, they played one game together. You know, I've had it's meals been, last longer than their relationship. Like it, yeah, it, it's it's really bizarre. I don't get it. I so say just just thought it was worth touching on. As I say, it, it's out there in the the Twitterverse, yeah. if nowhere else. <laughs> I guess we'll see in the coming days uh, what happens there. But uh, and then there's also the fact does he get a suspension because of all the the shenanigans yeah. that's gone on? It's we don't know. I'm just gonna just leave it as to if it happens, it happens. Um, we need a special teams returner, so I'm sure he could probably do that quite well. Um, yeah. I'm not sure he quite fits in, but I... no, no, I don't. I just, I just say there's a lot out there about it, and I thought, thought it was interesting. It, like you say, there's also far smaller headaches to go after. Like you say, you can pick up a door set. It, it is a much better fit. Yeah, last deal, and then I'll talk to you about your winners and losers, and we'll wrap up. Uh, Jacksonville Jaguars have traded Nick Foles to the Bears. We talked about this one two days ago. It's finally done for uh, pick number 140 in the draft. Um, we did mention a couple of days ago that they were in for this. The price hadn't been met. I'm surprised it was only that. <laughs> I can't see how that wasn't done sooner. So I'm guessing 
part of it was how the money was split on that contract as well, because I believe the, the Jags are actually eating some of that contract as well, aren't they? Yeah, they are. Well, actually, so, I think he's restructured. Nick Foles has restructured. He has restructured as well, yes. Yeah, so the, they, they read the signing bonus. Uh, that's standard with any trade. It looks like that uh, Foles still has $21 million guaranteed, but he now has the ability to avoid the deal after either of the first two years, depending on his performance. I mean, it's, it's a really interesting one because teams seem to, even though we saw it play out in Philadelphia to, to a certain extent, if the starter is to play bad, people will clamber for the backup. And when your backup has won a Super Bowl, it, it's just worse. And, I, you know, I think that's why Jacksonville are happy to move on because obviously Minshew is, is the guy they want to go with going forward. But if you have Foles on the roster, as soon as Minshew plays two, three, bad, you know, below average games back to back, People are going to shout for Nick Foles. And you've just created exactly the same in in Chicago. Because, I mean, I don't know what your feeling is. Is this a deal to have Nick Foles come in to start? Is this to have him come in and compete with Trubisky? I mean, I assume it's to start. But then, really, Trubisky's done. So, do you expect to see him moved on? I don't know. It's, I think there's a, a few interesting dynamics to it. Yeah, I think there is. I don't know who... I think that's a straight-up uh, fight for the starting job. I don't think they've decided that they're going to give it away to Foles. Um, I think whoever wins it in camp wins the job. Which is a smart thing. I just think it, if Trubisky is to win the job, he's on a super short leash because fans will turn quickly. I mean, I remember watching the Dolphins play. I'm always going to reference the Dolphins, but... <laughs> I remember watching the Dolphins play and hearing the fans chant for a quarterback who wasn't even on the team because they were playing that badly. Yeah, it happens. Um, we had the same last year in Tampa with, with Ryan Fitzpatrick and James Winston. We flip-flopped six, seven times that season and yeah. didn't do anyone any good. Um, I think you've got to pick a guy and stick to them for, for a few games. But um, ultimately, Nick Foles has been in um, quarterback controversy pretty much his whole uh, his whole career. Um, it was in um, first of all he was the starter over Jared Goff in the Rams <laughs> um, and that was after he sort of had this backup period in um, Philly then he goes to Philly and then it's like who starts over him or Wentz after he wins the Super Bowl and now it's uh, and then he goes to Jacksonville and it's him or Minshew and now you've got this and it's just <laughs> The poor guy, just he's never he never just gets a job and when he does he gets injured so um We'll see what happens, but we're, we're wrapping up here um, because the league year is about to start. And depending on what happens, if there's a lot of news, then you'll be back with stocks later on to to break through that. And if there's not, then this pod goes out and basically we've had the coronation of Brady and, and that'll be it. Mm-hmm. Who who are your sort of big sort of winners and losers from, from, from the first sort of couple of days of the, the tampering period as, as we're about to embark on, on the, the new league year? I know it's going to sound boring and it sounds like a bit of a cop-out. I, I think that the Buccaneers have to be the big winners. They got they got the biggest prize, not just in this free free agency, but in free agency history. And then they're going to be relevant. And I don't mean that in a, in a disrespectful way, but we spoke earlier, there's going to be Sunday night games. There's going to be Monday night football. They, they've just been taking themselves from being one of the Florida teams, which seem to be a bit neglected in, in the media and 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 things like that and all of a sudden they're going to be front and center there's going to be cameras on everything the bucks do um and i you you can't beat that from a business perspective 
or a football perspective, I think it's it's great stuff. So although it sounds like a bit of a cop out, I really think the, the Bucks have got to be the winners. Yeah, I I agree. Um, I think they're they're natural, easy picks, uh, given what it is. Um, if I had to give another shout out, um, I'd probably say the Titans. Um, they've kept all their main pieces: Tannehill, um, Derek Henry. They bought in Vic Beasley. You know they've 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 built themselves quite a good um, good set of players that have have come in. Um, I like what uh, several other teams have have done, but I really like the fact that the Titans have solidified their base and, and done it quite efficiently. Um, I also quite like what the the Forty Nines have done, which is just to acquire a draft pick. And I like what the Bills have done. I think they've really shored up those lines and they've gone out and filled a lot of needs. So they're sort of my big winners. Uh, what about losers? I hate to pick on a division rival. He says, mm-hmm. I don't hate to pick on the division rival. I think the, the Jets have struggled. I mean, I've mentioned it a couple of times in the last couple of days. I think when, when you saw the players that it was rumoured they were interested in, they made sense from a need perspective. They've not hit on a lot of them. I think they've got a real culture problem. Um, I'm surprised Gase didn't get fired last year. Things look pretty ropey at times. They did finish the year better, definitely. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's enough to save him, though, but by this time next year, I think we're talking about a new coaching staff, and I think that it's completely blown up. I say that it seems strange to call them losers because they didn't really necessarily lose a ton of free agents. But I think it's the the not doing stuff was as as big as losing losing players or signing them. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I'd go with them. I'd go with the Patriots. Obviously, they've just lost a lot of players and they've lost their Hall of Fame quarterback. So they're they're quite an easy one. I'd also go with the Jags. I just think they've shipped so many pieces out. Um, and okay, they've got twelve picks in this draft, but they haven't got really much of a, a base of anyone okay they've got Joe Sherbert and I, I like him I think he's a good player but for what you've lost I I think I think they're in for a tough year I'm just really confused by the Jaguars I, I'd love to be in, in the front office there just sitting in the corner listen to what's going on because there doesn't seem to be I, I just want to know what the direction is are we is this a full rebuild is this like a half rebuild we think we're good enough that a few pieces will fix it or yeah, uh, if it was for rebuild, you should have fired the coach, but they haven't, so yeah. I don't, I don't really know. And then the Texans, the Texans are another loser for me. Bill O'Brien should, should have <laughs> lost that GM job. Um, you've given away DeAndre Hopkins for for nothing. Um, you've signed an aging court, uh, an aging running back, so you've got two running backs that don't really fit into your scheme um, now. So you're gonna to have to draft one, and then what happens? Just it's a, it's a big mess. So. I actually feel bad for anyone who for the the person who has to come in as the GM and the head coach after Bill O'Brien because that 100%. team is going to be left in absolute tatters. And actually, I saw I saw someone say it in jest today. They were like, "Well, how many picks did you give up to to get Deshaun Watson out of there?" Because in a couple of years, the team's going to be a mess, and they got to pay him. And yeah. you're not going to, it's. It just looks like a bit of a, a bad situation. It doesn't really look like getting better, to be quite honest. No, I, I couldn't agree more. I think it's just a, it's just a mess. But hopefully the, with the draft, even though they don't have first-round pick, we'll see what these teams uh, can do. Uh, I think it's probably beyond Houston to do much this year. Um, but I think I it's going to so. be a very... Well, yeah. Because we got their number one pick next year as well. So well, that's I was true. Rooting, rooting against them all this year. And actually, the more Bill Bryan makes a mess of that... The, better off we are so <laughs> absolutely well this has been a lot of fun as always you might be back later we don't know we're gonna let the, the 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 first decide and see what happens um but it's been a cracking three days to to pod with you and to and to do this um keep following all of our stuff any final thoughts from from you lee 
No, just keep keep checking on the website for all the um, updates. We've been seeing a real uplifted traffic in the last few days. People checking out all the the latest deals. Murph has been diligently adding these deals as they go go on, and you deserve a a pat on the back for that because it is a lot of work. I mean, just to keep on top of it all, you know. It, when, when, I think when people click on the page and they see all the names up there, it, it looks quite easy. But you know, the, the work that you put in in the background needs appreciation. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, it's been it's been fun to do, but yeah, it it does take some work. But it's just good to keep track of everything. But there's plenty more. We're waiting for the announcement of uh, of Tom Brady. Uh, I might lose it all. Um, you might not see <laughs> me for days. Uh, you might see something very vocal from me later on. Um, I hope so. But, <laughs> but um, until then, Rush Nation, uh, this is either half time or full time. If it's full time, Stocks and Ash will be with you tomorrow to take you through uh, some more bits and pieces. Maybe you might join me. I don't know what's going on now. Uh, we're all sort of in a, in, a, in a world of flux. But depending on what stage you're listening to this, uh, thanks for sticking with us. And until next time, keep rushing. entitled to sexual health just as much as physical and mental health we want to make it easier for folks to find resources however they engage with us there's no wrong door so it's important that people are able to get access to care that is affirming talking about what their sex life is about their concerns and to make sure they're healthy do it for them do it for you montgomery county your sexual health matters visit doitforyoumc.org Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.